ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد one thing that each and every one of us is struggling with in different ways to different levels and different and in different capacities is that of hardship everyone is constantly going through something generally speaking and then specifically these days people have an extra layer of challenges tragedies difficulties and calamities that they're struggling with that we're all struggling with and we ask Allah to turn all of our hardships into ease amir rabbil alamin one surah that connects with the concept of hardship the concept of difficulty as it relates to this life is surah al-duha this surah is pure optimism This surah is a very powerful and effective pick-me-up. It's as powerful as it is short. It's a fairly short surah. But it really packs a punch of hope, a punch of optimism. And we ask Allah to grant all of us optimism as difficult as it is. We should still ask Allah to increase us in optimism. We don't know how, but Allah knows how. We may see walls around us and we may see no doors whatsoever. But Allah can give us a way out. وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهِ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا Whether it's through that wall, over that wall, under it, around it, whatever it is, Allah will help us if we do our part first. And a key ingredient in terms of us doing our part is asking Allah is making dua. Sometimes we think of dua as something trivial, something small that doesn't really make a difference. Dua is a major game changer and makes a huge difference. And we have one example after another from the Qur'an and the Sunnah of the Prophet In terms of Surah Al-Duha though briefly, I want to touch upon this because everyone is struggling with different clouds in their lives, different difficulties. But what Surah Al-Duha does, it helps us to reframe our perspective. We start to see those, those clouds as rain clouds. Yes, we don't have the sunshine that we want, but we can still benefit from that rain somehow. We may not have the circumstances we want precisely. Maybe there's some kind of a silver lining within these circumstances. And we ask Allah to help us to see the wisdom and the good in terms of what we're going through now and in the future. Oftentimes in the future, we look back and in hindsight, now I see the wisdom, Ya Allah. We ask Allah for that, yes. We also ask Allah to show us that wisdom now. فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرَىٰ إِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرَىٰ With hardship is ease. And the ease outweighs the hardship, but it can be very difficult for us to see that. So we ask Allah to show us the ease in our situations and to increase the ease in all of our lives. Allah starts the surah off by consoling the heart of the Prophet. Consoling the heart of the Prophet Revelation had paused for a short period of time. And, you know, haters gonna hate. So the haters in Mecca, they started to really pile on the Prophet and to give him a hard time and to say horrible, foul things. Your shaitan has left you, you know, this, that, and the other. You know, God hates you and, and that's why the revelation stops, so on and so forth. So Allah starts the surah by consoling the heart of the Prophet. Not just by consoling his heart a little bit. Allah takes an oath by two different things. And then Allah consoles the heart of the Prophet ﷺ to show us the, the magnitude of the matter. 
how important the heart of the Prophet Allah swears by the morning light. Duha is between Fajr and Dhuhr. And at that time, the sun is only rising. That is part of the definition of Duha, the, the concept of that. The sun can only be rising at that time. So Allah is, is reminding the Prophet, just like the sun is going to rise tomorrow, it's guaranteed. We have a sense of, of, you know, this is a concrete idea. We don't have any doubt about that. Even if there are clouds, that doesn't mean the sun is not rising. Just like the sun is going to rise, Allah swears by the morning light. This time of, of productivity, this time of hope. Right? Allah swears by the morning light and then Allah swears by the night when it's still. What's the response to these two oaths? Your Lord has, so whatever these haters are saying, that goes in the trash. Your Lord has not forsaken you. He's not upset. And then Allah tells the Prophet, this is where the hope really kicks in. So notice first, Allah consoles the heart of the Prophet And then look at where Allah goes after that. After Allah comforts his heart. So that tells us something. If someone is going through distress, it's not the time to pick at different issues on the edges, different tertiary things, different minutiae, different... The heart of the matter is where we need to start. That is most important. So Allah consoles the heart of the Prophet. I'm definitely not upset with you whatsoever at all. The opposite of that. And then, and then look at what happens after that. And what's going to come is going to be better than what you're experiencing now. So Allah is telling the Prophet, look at your present situation, the future is better. The future is going to be better. There's the micro and the macro. The micro within this life, within the dunya alone, your situation is going to improve. And then if you zoom out from a macro perspective, the dunya as a whole, your dunya as a whole, in comparison to your akhirah as a whole, what's coming is far better. And there's no doubt, after a short period of time, your Lord will give you generously and it will make you thoroughly pleased in your heart. So Allah is telling the Prophet, look at the present and then the future. The future is going to get better. The few things are going to improve. So this gives us a sense of hope. And then look at what Allah does after that. Allah reminds the Prophet, remember in your past when things were more difficult than they are now and then they got better. Remember when I brought you from that situation to this situation and how things got better over time, Allah is reminding the Prophet, I took care of you in the past, I am going to take care of you in the present and moving into the future. I've been with you the whole time. I haven't gone anywhere. Sometimes we feel like Allah has abandoned us. Sometimes we feel like Allah is far away from us. But that's not the case. Maybe our perspective needs to be adjusted. Maybe we need to ask ourselves, have we been the ones to move away from Allah? Because Allah has not moved away from us. Allah is closer to us than a jugular vein. So we need to ask ourselves what kind of lifestyle are, 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 are we diving into? Are we practicing on a daily basis? Is that bringing us closer to Allah or dragging us further away from Allah Azza wa Allah is consoling the Prophet. First Allah consoles his heart And then Allah tells him the future is going to get better. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. Remember when things were really difficult and I helped you, and I helped you, and I helped you. And then what's the, the last main segment of the surah? Therefore, because I helped you from your past until your present, and this gives us an action item, so now if you want to get to that place, that positive place in the future, then do this. 
then right now help people who are struggling now how you used to struggle. So if somebody struggled to put food on the table in the past, and then Allah helped them to get to a point where they can eat, where they can eat comfortably, what should they do now if they want Allah to help them in their situation now? Then turn that into an action item, then feed other people. Feed other people how Allah fed you in the past. Don't forget where you came from. Don't forget the struggles that you experienced in the past. And so now, if you want me to help you now, Allah is telling us, then help people now how I helped you in the past. We ask Allah to, to make us people of action. The two action items that I want to leave us all with as I, as I conclude, inshallah. Number one is for all of us to ask Allah for optimism, to ask Allah for hope. Ya Allah, please give me, give me hope, increase me in hope. And sometimes even making that dua, just making it, sometimes we do it half-heartedly, because we, we can't see the openings Allah is going to give us. But that's part of God being God. Allah is al-basir. Allah is the all-seeing. Allah knows the openings that He can give us, but we have to do our part first. First, Allah says, if you have taqwa, then I'll give you a way out. And I'll provide for you from places you wouldn't expect. Put your trust in me, I'll take care of you. But out of this whole formula, what's step number one? Step one is on us, to do our part, to take initiative, to take action as best we can. So number one for all of us, especially today, to ask Allah to increase all of us in hope, to increase all of us in optimism, even if it seems impossible, who are we asking? The one who can make the seemingly impossible possible. Look at Prophet Musa in the water, Prophet Dawood and Allah making iron soft in his hands. And the examples go on and on. The Qur'an is supposed to give us hope and to make us people of hope. So number one, for us to ask Allah for hope today, for optimism. And then number two, as I conclude, is for us to give sadaqah, for us to give charity. And if someone has massive problems in their lives, then the, the, the amount they donate, the amount of charity they give should reflect the problems they have. Because what we want, we want a million dollar solution from Allah, but we only want to give a dollar in sadaqah, even if we can give far more. But the challenge of this life is to fight the nafs. To fight the nafs. If you have a big problem, then give a big donation and make a big dua. Allah is greater than your problem, greater than the donation, greater than the dua. But we need to show Allah. How is my heart? How is my taqwa doing? So we, we, we need to, to, to reflect and to make that connection between the two. If a person wants a huge favor from Allah, then what are you doing for Allah? To, to facilitate that favor being given to you. We want massive things. Ya Allah, I want it on sale. Ya Allah, I want Jannah forever and ever. But I don't really want to do anything for it. So can you please just give me a, a handout? It doesn't work like that. We need to put in work. We ask Allah to make us people of optimism. We ask Allah to make us people of basira. We ask Allah to make us people of sadaqah, of charity. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasna fil akhirati hasna wa qina hathab al-nar. سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة